Boston College has one commitment, and they don't have their quarterback for the class of 24. There's a few names out there. I've made my crystal ball pick on 20, uh, 247. But there's another name to watch for, and he had an absolutely huge weekend. I'll explain why at today's show. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked on BC. I am your host, AJ Black. Now, we're talking recruiting on today's show, so everydayers out there, you have listened and you know that I've made it a priority on this show to give you the details on some of the biggest targets Boston College is hitting. And no name right now is getting the buzz like Collierville, Tennessee, 24 quarterback Aiden Glover. Now, the Eagles don't have their quarterback yet for the class of 24. There's a bunch of names that have been connected to BC and some of them have already committed. Deuce Adams was scheduled to take an official visit. He's off to Louisville. Luke Moga was offered. He's off to Oregon. You're seeing some of these bigger names already starting to move on, but that doesn't say that BC is, you know, done with some of the guys that they originally had high on their board. And one name is Aiden Glover. Out of Collierville, Tennessee, this is a kid BC offered a while back. And as you can see from the picture, if you're on YouTube, he's already been to Boston College. You see the great shirt. He's got the uniform on. He had a great unofficial visit in uh, April. So this is a kid that, you know, his his recruiting started off kind of slow. But this weekend, Collier uh, uh, Glover was on um, the Elite 11 regional set um regional uh, qualifying you know se- part of their series right now if you don't know what elite 11 is elite 11 is a national quarterback comp- kind of a competition where they have regional uh qualifiers where they have all these quarterbacks that are usually all d1 quarterbacks they do a series of competitions where they get scouted they get you know they make their throws they pick an MVP from each regional series. They go to a final along with some at-large bids, basically, as if you want to call it that, that also don't win the MVP of their regional, but they also get to go along. Now, Glover did not win the Oxford-Mississippi regional. That goes to a LSU quarterback, right? SEC, here you go. But he did wow a lot of folks. Two four sevens uh, had some folks on hand, and some of our national guys said, "You know, he was one of their guys that really stood out." I saw a ranking; they had him third among all the uh, quarterbacks that were there. So obviously, this is a big deal. He is, you know, potentially he could be in in he could uh, eventually get one of those at large bids. I mean, it might be a little bit of a long shot. But more so, why is this important? It's because that kind of performance catches the eyes of big-time college programs. And within 24 hours of him completing the Elite 11, he immediately gets a big offer. And it's one that BC fans, if you're hoping this kid ends up at BC, because he's a three-star, um, I think he's going to have a, a, a – he's just going to ha- end up with a solid um, – 
you know, group of offers. He gets offered by Stanford. According to some things I've heard, it's his dream school. That's not good. Because <laughs> when Stanford offers, you lose the the edge of having the academic uh, potential because it's it's freaking Stanford. So that that's bad. <laughs> that's bad. And then it gets worse. He was also scouted by Penn State. So now you're already behind the eight ball on a regional school that could also beat you out. They haven't offered yet. Penn State doesn't have a quarterback yet. So this is one to worth worth watching. But I say this because there's lots of recruits that BC offers that end up getting, you know, flooded with big time offers. And then that you never hear of them again. The reason I bring up Aiden Glover is because he's scheduled to take that next step with BC. Now he took an unofficial visit. Anyone can take an unofficial visit. You get guys constantly. You had Samson Ukulola who never wanted to go to BC. He took like four unofficial visits to BC last year, just because he could, because he was around Glover took one and that's fine, right? He's scheduled to take an official visit to BC. Now remember an official visit are limited for the schools. They can, they can only offer, I think it's like 49 official visits out there. So they have to be careful with how many they offer. And Glover got one. So he's serious about Boston College. I've talked to him too, and I know he really likes BC. So you have to wonder if, Stan, you know, if Stan, Stanford's clearly going to get an official visit from him. I, I, I mean, I haven't put a crystal ball in for him yet, but. I, I almost am thinking crystal balling him now for Stanford, but I want to see if he gets there. I want to see if he gets to BC and, and maybe Stanford has other guys that they're looking at, but it was a huge weekend for him. And it would be, this is one of those guys like you hope that BC can stay in on. Now we've talked about it on this podcast. What the, what the other option is it's Henry Hasselback. That's Matt Hasselback's son. He plays for Zavarian Brothers in Massachusetts. He's been on campus a, a lot. I haven't heard of him taking an official visit yet. I don't even know if he needs, to, like, I, you know, I imagine the school has to be kind of strategic with how they set up official visits because if you know Henry Hasselback can come from, like, you know, 20 minutes down the road, you don't need to give him an official visit because you need to get guys from, like, like Glover from Tennessee or guys like, and we had a, John, St. John Bosco linebacker that we talked about on Eagle Insider. He's coming. You want to get those guys to take the official visit because that's when the school can pay for everything. Why pay for everything for Henry Hasselback when he lives 20 minutes down the road? So I think B, I think right now BC has made some new offers in, in the quarterback realm. Uh, and I think they're still kind of scouting out where they're going. But right now I have – I have a two horse race for quarterback in my mind from where I've heard what I've talked to for the quarterback for the class 24. It's Aiden Glover and it's Henry Hasselback. I mean, if I was a betting man, I would still go with Hasselback. I still have my crystal ball in there and I'm not backing off of it, but both have their, their concerns, right? Hasselback is still committed to Maryland for lacrosse. Glover is starting to blow up. What, where does BC end up? Or is there an option number three? I think that's where we're kind of we're stuck at right now, right? We're gonna see where BC goes. Um, 
And I, I, I will, I will be all over this. If you're an everydayer here at Locked On BC, that meaning you listen to this podcast every single day, you're part of our army. You listen to us. We're calling you the everydayers. You know that we talk about recruiting here. I am the Eagle Insider. I talk to recruits. I talk to the staff. I talk to coaches. I talk to everybody, and I give you all the updates that you want. This is where we're at right now with quarterbacks. I thought this would be a good one to talk about. Now, in a moment, I want to talk about wide receivers. And a question that has come up, how does Boston College move on from Zay Flowers? We'll get into that in just a moment. But before we do that, I want to tell you about our friends over at FanDuel. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now new customers can get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Now, if you're listening today, the Celtics are about to play the 76ers. Do you think the Celtics are going to be able to get themselves back together? Or was that dramatic loss the end of the green team? You can get over to FanDuel and get all over that. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sportsbook. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get a no sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. This is Locked On BC, AJ Black, and we are talking about football. It's what we always talk about here. Folks have asked me, what's this podcast about? I give you three things. These are the three major focuses of Locked on BC. Football, A number one. Basketball, our second. And recruiting. Those are the things that I dive into with the majority of our topics. Because that's what I know best. That's the stuff that I, as, as, the, as the publisher of Eagle Insider put the most of my focus on everything else I do talk about in our third segment a lot. And we'll get into the third segment about a little baseball, a little women's across lacrosse. I don't deny these things. I don't like leave them out, but it's not like the focus of our show. Now over the last week and a half, you've heard all the great stories of Zay flowers. Heck I got to say, he looks great in the Ravens Jersey, even though I'm a Pats fan and I hate, I hate saying it. And I'm sure Mitch as a Steelers fan. It would kill him to say that too. But the question that comes out of that, I heard on the cover three podcast with Bud Elliott. Now cover three po- podcast is part of the two, four, seven network. I'm going to have Mitch on there. Mitch is, Mitch is going to, uh, he's going to run our, for, he's going to run that for me. He's going to go on with Bud and talk about BC, but I heard Bud talking about it. And he wanted to say, how does Boston college move on from Zay flowers? Like how is this offense going to be impacted without the greatest wide receiver in Boston college history? And I think that's a fair question to ask. And I don't think there is an easy answer. There's no way that BC can immediately go out there and say like, we have a guy that is as impactful as Zay. I mean, Zay, When I was talking to Mitch about this, he was saying there's guys out there that are faster than Zay, but Zay has the uncanny ability to get into that next gear and absolutely embarrass other cornerbacks because he can go from zero to 60 in a split second. And that's what makes him special. And his ability to run routes is second to none. 
So where does where does the where does the production go? How does BC move on from this? Well, first of all, I don't think the absolute need to have a guy like Zay will be there because they should. And this is the key of this year. They ha- they're going to be able to run the ball, I think. That's going to be key because if you can balance your offense, which is what Halfley has said all four years he's been here, he wants to have a balanced pro-style offense. Last year, you couldn't do that because you had no running game whatsoever because the offensive line was terrible. I think that'll be back. I think they will be able to run the football, and that will be a piece. Like, And that will keep more defenses more honest because Zay did what he did when offense defenses knew that BC couldn't pass, uh, throw the ball, uh, run the ball and they could barely pass it because they just get it to him and he could do whatever he could do. Your hope is that everything else will be more aligned so that it's not so star focused. It's much more spread out. It's much more talent um, diverse with guys like Alex Broom, guys like George Takis, and then the wide receivers all being able to add more to what you could do. But I do think BC has a star in the making and one that I think BC fans are going to fall in love with, with one year. And that's the guy on your screen. If you're following us on YouTube, Ryan O'Keefe, Ryan O'Keefe is a guy that had, I think 160 catches over two years over the last two years for UCF. He has, and I heard Bud bring this up when he was talking about Zay. He said Zay, you know, obviously was electric. O'Keefe has better speed. He thinks that Ryan O'Keefe is faster. Now, that being said, I'm not saying that speed is everything because we all know you can be the fastest guy in the room, but if you can't, you know, physically shake off a cornerback, you can't make cuts, you've got bad hands, that doesn't make it, that's, that doesn't mean anything. But, I think Ryan O'Keefe is coming to Boston College from a gimmicky college offense for from Gus Melzahn at UCF to a pro-style offense that's setting him up for the NFL. He's going to want to showcase this. It's a, it is a big year for a guy that has a ton of speed and talent. And I think... I mean, if I mean, he's averaging what seventy-five catches a year. That's more than what Zay had. I mean, that's about what Zay had last year. He's got twelve touchdowns over the last two years. It's just going to be if Morehead or Castellanos can get him the ball. But I, I like that. I think he is not going to. I don't think it's fair to compare Ryan O'Keefe to Zay, even though they're both going to wear number four. But I think he's going to do some things that are really good. And what I think is around him, he's going to have some talent that are going to do some things as well. Joseph Griffin, who had he had surgery this this spring, so he didn't see either of these guys. Ryan O'Keefe, I think, played like five snaps in the spring game. I, I blinked and didn't even see him. But halfway after the game when we were talking to him, said he did play. I, I didn't notice it. Um, O'Keefe didn't play at all. I mean, um, Griffin didn't play at all. So you get Joseph Griffin, you have Ryan O'Keefe. You have Dino Tomlin, who Moorhead really likes. I think you have more diverse talent this year, right off the bat, along with everything else around them, that it won't give you the star power that you had with Zay. Like, you don't have the, I mean, 
Ryan O'Keefe, I think, is going to get up there in terms of talent. Like, is there a potential that Ryan O'Keefe could have the second best year in BC history? I I think so. I mean, Alex Amidon had a really good year, and we've seen guys like, you know, uh, Andre Callender and, um, you know, Calvin Martin and guys like that do big things too. But I think he could be as as good as some of those guys. I think he could be up for a really, really big year for BC. And I know the staff is really high on him too. So I'm really excited to see what he can do. So I think Ryan O'Keefe, we're going to watch this. We're going to see what he can bring to BC. And then some of the guys around him, if they take that step up, you know, you're not going to have the elite catch. You're not going to have the transcendent talent of Zay Flowers, but you're going to have good, good players. And you're going to have Ryan O'Keefe, who I think could really step up and do more. So we'll wait and see. And in our final segment, we're going to step away from football for a moment here. We're going to look at baseball. We're going to look at lacrosse, talk about all the news going on with those two programs. This is Locked on BC. I am your host, AJ Black. So let's kick this off by talking about lacrosse. Yesterday, I got into this podcast. I saw that the uh, the the tournament brackets were going to come out at 9 o'clock. I was recording at like, what, 8.45. I was like, we're going to totally get it in the last segment. Uh, I'll be able to just look on Twitter and get it. Missed it by like five minutes. Well, after we got off the air, BC ended up getting the three seed. Kind of disappointing since they are below Syracuse, uh, a team that they beat and won the ACC championship over. But it is what it is. You know, I love, I mean, who at the end of the day with, with lacrosse, like the, the standings, I love where BC lands because they play the winner of Penn and UConn. Yeah. Penn of, of the Ivy league. And then they'll play the winner of one of these four teams: Notre Dame, Mercer, Jacksonville, or Florida. Florida is probably the second; is the second best. They're the the, the sixth seed. But to me, that seems like an easy trot into the final four for the women's team. BC's playing the best lacrosse, probably other. I mean, it to me, you look at the bracket. They, if they just go, like truck through that that regional, which I think they have the potential. They're playing that well. They will then get, you know, Syracuse is on their side. It would be like Syracuse or James Madison, Maryland, one of those teams. You get past them. I mean, it really, to me, it looks like we are on a collision course for a championship game against Northwestern. But that's the fun of college sports. Anything can happen. And that could mean against BC too, right? So, I, I think this is really a, a fun matchup. And I think BC, I don't have it in front of me. I believe they play at home uh, for their first couple games. So that'll be fun too. And I know uh, those women lacrosse games get really good um, attendance. So that's that's great. Baseball. Now, I said last week for baseball that the Eagles just needed to win one game and it wouldn't hurt their – uh, standings and I'm not a huge baseball person in college, but I, I like watching it. And I was dead on with this. BC lost one, uh, won one game that Saturday game against the demon Deacons. And they only dropped one spot. So they're number 20 
right now in uh, college baseball. While Wake Forest moved up to number one after LSU lost their series against Auburn. So BC is still fine. As I said, they have games against Villanova coming up. They need to win those. They are over 30 wins. I can't even explain where we've come as a as uh, for this program because we went we had it into the season with absolutely zero buzz around BC baseball. Now we're talking about brackets, hosting, all this good stuff. And because they're playing like a team that is that that just kind of like we were just saying with lacrosse, like they're de- like they're playing uh, um you know at, at an elite level. And that's a credit to Mike Gambino, a coach that many folks had just assumed he was going to, he was on the chopping block and was going to get fired after this year. He's played himself into at least a couple more years at BC after this, he's going to break all sorts of win records. They're going to get themselves to the tournament. That's all you can ask for. And to do it on a year that you didn't expect it to happen. I mean, your ACE Flynn is a transfer from a D three school, Roger Williams, who I didn't even know had baseball. And this dude is going out there and winning games for you. You've got hitters up and down and you have the, the facilities now to compete. It's, it's been a lot of fun. So we'll have to wait and see how the season ends up, but it's, you know, for someone who covers BC sports, the combination of lacrosse and baseball has made this more fun because, you know, when you're looking at the, the schedule and the calendar year, football's done usually by, you know, even if they make a bowl like December 28th, December 30th, right? Then you have like eight months of like filling it with nothing. Then basketball is usually done by March. What do you do with those other months? Well, now you got baseball. Baseball's doing great. And you got lacrosse doing great. You got recruiting. You got all these other things. It makes makes covering BC a little bit more fun. So those are just some thoughts. And again, thank you all so much who have made this your first listen every single day that, and for those of you who have, are everydayers hit us up in the comment section. I want to shout each and every one of you out. If you're an everydayer hit us up. I love to talk to you about that. And you can follow me on Twitter at AJ black underscore BC. My name is AJ black. I'm the editor and publisher of Eagle insider. If you like BC recruiting news, go over to Eagle insider. I have, uh, there's like so much content up right now with, premium content and good stuff. You can get in and become an Eagle insider. It costs a cup of coffee a month, but we have, I I am busting my chops to give you the best stuff out there. Thank you all so much. I'll see you again for Wednesday show. Take care, everyone.